You're listening to a very moody sports show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Brought to you by Moody and Sons Electric. For any electrical needs, call Moody and Sons at 864-478-4328. That's 864-478-4328. Welcome into a very moody sports show. I'm Daniel Moody. And I am Zachary Whittington. Daniel, this is something we don't do often. Middle of the day, full of energy, also drinking coffee. Midday coffee. Love the it. best coffee. And uh, we're podding. We're live. So, episode 63. Uh, yeah, so episode 63. Guys, we did not record last week. We were going to do it, but we decided not to with it being the Thanksgiving Eve uh, and so we gobble, gobble, gobble. Happy Thanksgiving, late Thanksgiving. We're now into the holiday season, Zach. I don't know. We were talking a little bit before the pod. Got to get on the presents stuff, get that going right because it's the time of the year. We need to be giving back too. I've been thinking about doing a little donation bag of toys and stuff to potential toys for tots. Uh, this is going to be a tough year for a lot of people, I think, as far as stuff like that. So definitely try to give back if you can. But Zach, episode 63, the Gene Upshaw episode. And we think it's going to be right up your alley. Um, I think we got a lot of good stuff. Uh, obviously, guys, you know people know the name Gene Upshaw if you've been around sports, if you're a football fan. Uh, famous guard of the Oakland Raiders, uh, 15 seasons, Hall of Famer. Uh, but Do you think Madden was his coach at one point? Or is that after Madden? Or Madden was after Upshaw? Madden, I mean, that probably was about the same time. They probably, they probably crossed paths. He uh, passed away 2009, uh, unfortunately, but uh, well-known executive director of the NFL Player Association in the 80s, I do believe. So Gene Upshaw, episode 63. Zach, we got lots to talk about, but you hit me with a little news that we have to break on this pod. Yes, but before the news... I, so, I know we're in the, the 60 numbers episodes, and not everybody knows their offensive linemen like they should. Gene Upshaw, outstanding member in the football community. So, not to discredit Gene Upshaw, but in, in addition to Gene Upshaw, I just have a very significant sports occurrence that involves the number 63. Oh. Okay, so... Ever since I was a kid, I'm a Clemson fan. Don't know if you've listened to any episodes yet. Went to Clemson, graduated, season ticket holder, whatever. Big Clemson guy. And we're great nowadays. Don't care. Let's talk about back in the day when we sucked. Let's talk about Tommy Bowden. Let's talk about before Tommy Bowden. Let's talk Tommy West. Let's talk about from the year like 1988 to 2009. We were just perpetually horrible. (laughs) And, uh... But you know who else was horrible? Our rivals in state, South Carolina. And one of the best stats growing up for someone my age and Clemson fans everywhere is the best victory we've ever had against South Carolina. And we won by a total of 63-17. to 17. And all you have to do is say 63-17 to a South Carolina fan, and they know what you mean. So, the number 63. There you go. Way to just set apart one group of our listeners oh yeah and your coach got fired dear god 
All right, burning all bridges with South Carolina fans, unfortunately, but we will continue on. Zach, you told me. Big news. The proponent mover of Space Jam news. <laughs> Everybody get up. Podcast has to let you know. Release date announced. Zach, July 16th, 2021. Obviously, I'm going to the... So at this point, I think we have... We have talked ourselves into being the official podcast of Space Jam. The unofficial official. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. It's more unofficial, but it's very They official. couldn't we couldn't come to an agreement. <laughs> they didn't want to sign the contract. We There all- was we we were asking for a couple episodes with LeBron on the pod and then Bugs Bunny couldn't <laughs> work out the logistics, you know. Got to go to Looney Tune Town. What what do you call it? Man, see, the big issue is they Looney wouldn't give me the Foghorn Leghorn approval, and that's just wrong. Give me give me that. But guys, Space Jam, coming out July 6th. Come on and slam! Oh boy, Zach. <laughs> we are just, I love it. So, also, this past weekend, Zach, a little fight news happened. Couple brawls, if you will, if you want to call them that. Uh, you watched both of them, correct? Yes. So there was a pay-per-view event put on by some boxing production. I don't know what it is. Who cares? Um, some undercard fights with some real boxers. But the two main fights that everyone was excited about, which one of them understandable. You're getting Iron Mike Tyson in the ring against Roy Jones Jr. So... Obvious reason for excitement there. Second fight is former NBA player, only three-time slam dunk champion, five foot seven or eight, Nate Robinson, who's a good athlete, played football at Washington, also played basketball at Washington for the Huskies, and he had a long NBA career, 10 years, probably could still play, fighting YouTuber Jake Paul. Now, let me just follow up the fact that I just said the words Jake Paul on my podcast with I don't know shit about Jake Paul <laughs> like I'm pretty sure he's a YouTuber got in trouble for dead bodies hanging overseas in Asia he's probably a mega douche and he has a ton of money now didn't him and his brother become famous off doing the crazy stuff in the football stands I do believe I don't know didn't they do they the dabs famous. they did the dabs at the college football playoff I don't know how they got famous exactly but there is two brothers and so v, I don't know which one did the thing in China with the it's Jake and Logan I think it there's also, you know, one of them was in the, it had issues as far as being in the uh, Mall of America during uh, the Minneapolis thing. Uh, I think they're just, they just both do it. But that being said, I do believe the younger brother, one of them, not Jake, is the, the one that does some of the stupid stuff more. Well, let's go back to Jake. He probably also has done stupid stuff. I don't watch all of his stuff. I don't follow him. Either way. 1-0 and professionally. Won his first fight. His second fight, and now let's just just let just let me go ahead and put it here. Jake Paul beat Nate Robinson up and made him look stupid. To the fact where there's memes of Nate Robinson all over the internet, knocked him down three times. Nate didn't stand a chance. Whoever trained Nate, I I used to work at nine round, Daniel. I have zero formal boxing or kickboxing training, and I could have got Nate Robinson more prepared for that fight than Jake Paul. <laughs> like with than his trainers. He would just 
hug and then sprint and throw a jab. I understand it's getting in the ring, fighting another human, but he didn't even have boxing for. I was well. What I heard, he did not train as seriously. Like I do believe his training was only a couple weeks, maybe, and like he did not take it that seriously. While Jake Paul, Paul, like genuinely, is trying to become a boxer. Yeah, it looks like Jake Paul's trying to do something with it. I mean, after that and the clout that you're getting from the views and all that, I mean, why not? I do believe uh, my, uh, my brother is a fan of, you know, following Jake Paul and stuff of that nature. And uh, he uh, he said that Jake Paul's already wanting to say, like, he wants to fight a legit, like... a. He literally called out Conor McGregor. Called out Conor McGregor. And it's like, you're probably not getting the Conor fight, but calling out McGregor could lead to a smaller fight, potentially. That gets you more reputation and... Maybe we do see Jake Paul eventually in the uh, boxing world, you know. All right, whatever, whatever. I don't know more Jake Paul. But the, the 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 Mike Tyson fight, man. Listen, you said it was entertaining. I am confused by who wants to watch fifty four versus fifty one year old men. So let me let me preface it. Um, Mike Tyson is Iron Mike Tyson. He is the best boxer ever, besides Muhammad. Before he went to drugs and crazy living and lifestyle changes. 2009, Mike Tyson's over 300 pounds. He's huge. He's on like a, one of the award shows and he just looks horrible. Looks horrible. He's ten, fast forward 10 years later, 54 years old. He's not crazy. He seems calm. He has successful shows. He's, he's everywhere. He's superstar Mike Tyson, 54. And then he starts going viral on like social media with clips of him training and he's fast he's 54 years old and he looks like he can knock your head off and he's doing these sparring videos and stuff and sparring videos are one thing getting in the rings another but i mean just look at his physique mike tyson got himself back into one of the best shapes of his career he's 54 years old why not get in the ring i mean he's obviously nervous just like roy jones jr was nervous after getting in the ring at 51 years old against Mike Tyson because Mike Tyson looks super scary. <laughs> I was to say Mike Tyson did still look like he could knock you on. And your Roy ass Jones Jr. was using the thought of a washed up Mike Tyson and not that much time to get ready for a fight is why he agreed to take the fight against Mike. But then closer to time, these videos come out of Mike looking super in shape and it's pretty scary. But watch the fight. It's pretty close. Mike looked good. Mike won the fight in my opinion. But uh, it ended in a draw. It's good to see just the rounds were short. It was eight two-minute rounds. So it's only 16 minutes of fighting. Because they definitely don't have the stamina. Yeah, they're old men. They're old men. But it looks like they could have went longer. And, uh, yeah, that's the fight. We'll probably see it again. Um, but like It was said, something. It's Like I said, fight game is out there. It's I got to see Mike Tyson box. I mean. That was crazy. That's crazy. I can't Never seen that in my life. <laughs> Or Roy Jones Jr. for that matter. Zach, some oh, NBA. Oh, can't. We got one more? Can't. We can't. Because Dan. Dan didn't know Roy Jones oh, Jr. is a rap artist. I was unaware of Roy Jones Jr. being a one-hit wonder. Dan's over here speculative of the whole thing. Calls it a sham. Two old men fighting. And I'm like, I agree. It's it's all. But it's for charity, whatever. But Dan didn't know Roy Jones Jr.'s mega hit. Which... It's pretty explicit, so I don't know if I'm gonna play it, but it's it's but it but it's can't be touched, can't be stopped. Explicit episode. Uh, we're pretty explicit, Daniel. Yeah, we're all right. <laughs> all right. Well, anyways, Dan didn't know. 
lot of lot of cool storylines. Go look up the Roy Jones Jr. song if you can. One hit wonder is one hit wonder, man. It's exactly he is literally MC Hammer. <laughs> um, so Zach, NBA news, a couple signings, a couple trades. All right, Lakers <laughs> locked up LeBron and AD. AD signed a five year max with uh the Lakers. So here's a uh, here's where I pivot and I bring my own teams into this uh, conversation when they have no no right being there. So you got all these people signing maxes. You got Bam Adebayo at 165 million dollars. Which are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like no that. one's giving the heat crap for signing Bam Adebayo to a five-year, $160 million deal, but we're giving Charlotte crap for four years on Gordon Hayward at $30 million. Gordon Hayward is, like, proven to at least lead a team. He, he was leading the Jazz. And then he got traded to the Celtics where he instantly got hurt and they brought in other stars, and you had two young guys emerge, and you had so many draft picks, and the Celtics still don't work, which may be a coaching issue, and it may be, like, organizational issue. But anyways... Giving Charlotte crap for signing Gordon Hayward at $30 million when I'm like, hey, we're at a small market. You can barely get players. You get a guy who wants to, who gives you a shot and wants to play for you, and you surround him with other people, and he's a shooter. But then Anthony Davis, $200 million. Nobody blinks an eye. I get it. But that's Anthony Davis. But I'm just saying, the Bam Adebayo signing, no one said anything. And I'm like, the Heat, you think you're so close that you can sign Bam Adebayo to a five-year deal and that's that's okay. No, you need to pay Jimmy. You're going to have to replace Goran Dragic in a year. You're going to have to replace a couple other players. Get out my face. Charlotte's looking good this offseason. I know we started with Anthony <laughs> Davis, but it's it's these large contract signings. Like Chris Middleton signed to Max 2 years ago. And look at the Bucks. Look at the Bucks. No one's saying anything about Chris Middleton. No one's saying anything. I understand we signed Nick Batum and it was a bad contract. Guess what? 2016, everyone signed a bad contract. So, lay off Jordan. We got LaMelo Ball. <laughs> and speaking of the Ball family, <laughs> LiAngelo Ball has been signed to the Detroit Pistons. So, LeVar Ball might just be Nostradamus. Mm-hmm. All three of his sons are in the NBA. <laughs> that was artworks <laughs> you i literally proposed an nba segment for one like two words and you took reins and you took it where you wanted <laughs> to your team oh my god love it beautiful absolutely agree though the i do like the uh bam out of the bio signing i know personally. you i like it he's definitely i think he's a player who can lead a team a bit but you're right you're going to have to replace Goran dragic but they have assets but that being said the two hundred million on Anthony Davis, especially because like I don't think Anthony Davis hasn't proven to you when LeBron leaves, he's your guy. But LeBron's there. It's okay. We're but talking. How right. long is LeBron going to actually be able to play? Uh, he's going to play next year. <laughs> he played this year. They won a title. He's going to play next year. He's going to play the next year. He signed up through twenty twenty three, which is the first year Bronny James is allowed in the league. And when that contract's over, Bronny gets drafted. LeBron goes to his son's team. Plays a year or two, and it's over. But before before you go on, though, one more NBA. I'll just go ahead and get this out before I get this topic. John Wall was traded for Russell Westbrook. Wizards win. John Wall's been hurt for, like, going on three years now. Westbrook's been on nine all-NBA first 
all NBA teams out of his 12 seasons. So Wizards win, sucks for the Hornets because they're in the same division, and now we got Westbrook and Bradley Beal to go up against. But I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a list of names. I'm sorry the NBA segment's carrying on, but a list of names that are all max players, and you tell me which one doesn't belong. All right, Steph Curry, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, Joel Embiid, Bam Adebayo, <laughs> Gordon Hayward. I personally, the Joel, the Joel Embiid is the one that stands out. Oh my god, I would pay Joel Embiid right now the max contract over Bam Adebayo because of what he looks like. But like, let's be honest. Bam. Is Bam Adebayo this player in any other culture? Probably not. Probably not. But Embiid is what player in the Philly culture? There is no oh, Philly culture. The Philly culture of lose. Trust the process. Trust the process. We don't know who our coach is and our point guard can't shoot. That's quite the culture. But yeah, man, I personally, I like, we, we obviously established Bam Adebayo. Maybe he's not a max player, but at the same time, the team that needs... You're gonna. You have the money. You got to give it to somebody. And I don't think how long you think Jimmy Butler's gonna stay there. Like you said, Goran Dragic's gonna be moving on, and you're definitely not gonna be signing like Duncan Robinson to a long term like mountain. He's like a three year, ten mil a year type. Exactly. Like you're not signing a lot of these players to huge contracts. They're just overplaying. But you're also not going to win a title with Bam Adebayo as your max player. You say that, but they almost did. What if Bam was healthy the whole? What if Bam was healthy? And yes, it was a different. It was a different play. And they got blown out by the Heat too. But what? I'm if, not the Heat. The Lakers. What if Goran Dragic and Bam Adebayo are healthy, healthy through the entire finals? Maybe a different story. What if the Hornets suited up 24 year old Michael Jordan, dude? It's <laughs> just not happening. <laughs> so. That's factual. You're right. That can't happen. Alright. So from the hardwood into the gridiron, we're going football, starting with professional football. My Zach. blood pressure went up that yeah, NBA I'm segment, dude. You're exhausted a little over there. Uh, so AFC, we're going to talk playoff picture and then a couple notable games for the playoff picture. And the AFC currently you got in the top of the AFC, the number one seed Pitt would be the, uh, uh, only team with a buy in the AFC to start the playoffs 11 and O Kansas city, 10 and one right behind them. So Kansas city could potentially push for that spot uh tennessee at eight and three as number third in the third position buffalo at eight and three and then from your wild card you got cleveland miami and indianapolis with the indianapolis being that extra seventh team zach any of those a stunner to you the fact that tennessee's still up here is pretty crazy but decisive win in the afc uh south against uh indianapolis this past weekend yeah that's a big win and then obviously dolphins being up there browns being up there you're not used to these things what the browns is the most stunning the browns are not stunning because i feel like the browns have a better collection of talent than the dolphins dolphins are coached better yeah that's factual but the browns being eight and three are you kidding me this team literally won one game out of like two seasons five years ago yeah so as much as you want to crack a crack jokes on baker as much as you want to hate on the whole Browns organization, Baker's 8-3 and three right now in his third season and with the Browns, and he's running the ball, handing it off to Nick Chubb. Well, Nick Chubb making noise as far as being one of the best running backs in the league right now. That's, like, uh, yeah, right now, but call me again in a year and a half when running back's shelf life ends. There's a new best running back in the league every week. Remember when it was Zeke? 
Now they're ter- his Zeke is now Zeke's the overweight guy in Dallas is what I've been hearing. <laughs> Has a feed me tattoo on his belly. <laughs> it's a diet plan is the new <laughs> narrative out there. I'm like, oh my gosh, how quickly things change. You know what doesn't change? Adrian Peterson getting me fantasy touchdowns. That's what doesn't. Zach with a major beatdown of the uh, Oak Ridge boys. My team definitely out of the playoffs in both leagues. It sucks. I am. Oh, oh, I did. I did win. We are live about to find out if Zach made the playoffs in the league. We're going to figure it out while he's doing that. Uh, right outside of the AFC, Zach is in the I'm playoffs. the fourth spot in the playoffs. I got the last spot, seven and five. Huge win. Everyone in the playoffs is seven and five. Oh, man. Playing Lane, the number one seed in the league. Dude, you're no, number four, a little college football playoff scenario here. Oh, my God. Zach is your Cinderella story. He's... Hopping on the old minivan's bandwagon. Y'all don't know about it. <laughs> and just an update. I've played another quarterback this year. Matt Ryan has also played quarterback. Oh, my gosh. Traded dude. Lamar away, everybody. Tua, we rode the Tua train. We've played Fitzmagic. Hurt his thumb. Justin Herbert. Oh, my gosh. It's It's been a crazy year. You know who I can think that got me to this point? DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf, maybe. Listen, that is one guy that literally is a, seems like a, he will never... He, he's going to be dominant no matter what. Every game, he should have 100 yards. Gronk's on a bye. This is tough. Um, I, I just got more stressed out. <laughs> you got uh, Las Vegas, Baltimore, New England sitting right outside of it. So some potential changes there could happen. In the NFC, number one, Saints, Packers, Seattle. This is your stunner, guys. Number four, obviously, is the top of the NFC East. Least. The worst freaking division in all of football including college football let's be honest jesus it's new york four and seven finally took eagles out no longer the tie for the eagles keeping them in first place but if there was a team in that division you wanted to win while they were all losing it'd be the giants washington (laughs) football the football give me just come on how great would it be have playoffs the football team exactly you win a super bowl the year you're the playoff team is washington football team that's excellent (laughs) um the rams are the fifth seed bucks cards are in your uh, wild card minnesota chicago san francisco on the outside looking in really seems like those teams in the top seven are going to be the teams that play because those are the best teams in the NFC by far. Mm-hmm. Um, games notable to watch this weekend. Uh, you got the Browns playing the Titans. That's going to be a big one trying to keep yourself uh, – Browns trying to keep themselves, you know, in the playoff picture. Bills, Niners. Uh, the Bills could lose this game, and with a Miami win, Miami could potentially take – the uh, top spot in that division the rams versus cards indy versus texans and then the seattle versus giants all also have that playoff implication so a lot of good football this weekend zach Mm -hmm. good football i'm excited um and then college football we have had the second week of college football playoff rankings released uh in the top 10 you got bama notre dame clemson Ohio State, which is ridiculous because that team has only played four games so far and could potentially not play in the uh, Big Ten Championship if they do not get at least one, two more games played, which they have two games left. Um, and then you got A&M, Florida, Cincinnati, Georgia in the top ten, which everybody's hating on. And uh, it's fair, two losses, only team with two losses in the top ten. 
I will say the team, they've lost to two teams at Florida being on somewhat of an LSU-like run from last year. And then the other game is lost to Bama on the road. And also, I think they're sort of looking at it. We didn't have JT Daniels playing, and so they sort of look at it now if we had JT Daniels, potentially different stories in those games. But the season is what it is. I do agree we probably shouldn't be in the top 10, but at least, you know, we're we're not a terrible, awful team. Answer me this. What's up? What is Jamie Newman doing? The man is literally doing nothing. He went to hang out with this super-duper scout guy that's quarterback whisperer guy, and, you know, it's... Which one? The, uh... Uh, Andrew Whitfield guy that's always on there? I have no idea, man. Like, he just, he got word from this guy that he can make him a top five pick or whatever. And you got his business card? I should give him a call. You should give him a call. I'm like, this guy sounds like the best. Me and Jamie Newman can run some drills. Of all time. It's ridiculous. Whisper. Um, Whisper of football. <laughs> he just gets you in your ear. And, like, this is what I throw imagine, at least. He gets you in your ear and he's like, listen. Throw, throw the football. <laughs> your ex receiver's open. it's just that that's all he does and you're like oh i get it um so other notable teams in the rankings really uh you got iowa state at nine they're leading the big 12 is pretty crazy i didn't think that would happen but iowa state is sitting at the top of big 12 miami at number 10 still potentially could get into the playoff if there is any issue you know uh, or at least get into the ACC championship if uh, Notre Dame or Clemson are to trip up again, some potential there. So uh, BYU, 13th, Northwestern, 14th, and Indiana at 12th. Uh, a couple notables, Northwestern lost to Michigan State, still leading their side of the Big Ten. And then Indiana, their quarterback's Penix is out. Unfortunate. ACL tour. Um, and then big note, Zach. You a coastal fan? You like the Shants? Your fan? Uh, Conway, South Carolina hosting game day this week. Uh, you got Coastal Carolina hosting BYU. They were supposed to play Liberty. It is now a game of undefeated teams. It's going to be pretty cool. I'm excited for that game. BYU gets a chance to uh, impress the committee and get moved up because they're definitely disrespected a little bit being at the 13th spot. Um, they're Played nine games, they're undefeated. Give them respect. Exactly. Ohio State, you are lame. I hate it, man. I just don't get that. Like, you can't have that team. Isn't a – didn't Michigan lose as well? My lock of the week was – Yeah, lock of the weeks have been doing terrible. That was probably the biggest hustle of la- the Penn State the getting was, the dub. No, the fact that we gave people some – False hope. False hopes. Don't trust us. That's so bad, man. Our, t- our predictions have been – porous this week i just i just want y'all to know though the one prediction i did have from uh the the slim back miami victory that's about as accurate as you that was probably the most accurate i've ever heard it called i was like they're gonna win it's gonna look bad but then they're gonna come back when it close reminds me of last year my very first one that i chose byu to upset boise state get your hopes up and then you start and you start talking crap on Twitter. Talk the crap on Twitter. It was fun. I also think it's funny, though, uh, just good predictions. I'm kicking it all the way back to LeVar. So LeVar Ball predicted. That we're basically just a three-hour morning sports show at this point, Dan. We recycle topics. We just run through topics. But uh, LeVar predicted all three of his sons would make it to the NBA. Le- Lonzo was crazy good at UCLA. He put UCLA on the map. And then LaMelo is 
just been playing worldwide superstar. LiAngelo, a lot of people think he should be playing football instead. Because little known fact, LeVar Ball used to play for the Panthers. He uh, was signed to a practice squad. He played tight end in the NFL. And uh, But LiAngelo, not really the basketball prowess, but got signed to a non-guaranteed one-year deal with the Pistons, which means he has to make the team. He has to do well at practice. But LeVar has now predicted. Correctly? He, he's been correct up to this point. His new prediction, he predicts that the next free agency, the Hornets will sign Lonzo and LiAngelo, and all three Ball brothers will be in Charlotte. And the Ball family will win Charlotte a title. LeVar Ball has said this. That's a big promise to the Charlotte team. It's not a big promise. It's what it's going to be. Thank you, LeVar. Episode 63. We're <laughs> you, heard, out. you heard it here. Hornets future champs. Boom. Thank you for listening to a very moody sports show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Stay tuned next week for more hot takes and good predictions. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow on Apple iTunes and Spotify, A Very Moody Sports Show. And also on social media, Moody Sports Page. That's M-O-O-D-Y Sports Page, all one word, on social media. And check out our website, MoodySportsPage.com. See you next week, guys.